everybody, and welcome to the Little Oracles podcast, an oracle for the everyday creative. I'm Allison Arth. Hey, how's everybody doing today? I'm myself very excited to be making another mini-sode, and today we're going to cover three short story collections, Daddy by Emma Klein, Antarctica by Claire Keegan, and Will You Please Be Quiet, Please by Raymond Carver, which means we've got a fair bit to cover in just under 10 minutes. So without further banjos and barn owls, let's get into these little reviews. So let's talk about Daddy by Emma Klein. This is a short story collection, and if you're not familiar with Emma Klein, maybe you've heard of her debut novel, The Girls, from 2016. It's about a girl who winds up in a Manson family facsimile cult situation in the 1960s. I read an excerpt from the book in The New Yorker way back then, and I immediately grabbed it from the library because I was so breathtaking by her language. It's original and it sparkles and at the same time it's so familiar and almost workmanlike. I'd compare it to Jeffrey Eugenides or maybe Joan Didion at her most lyrical and I really enjoyed the girls. I really enjoy the way Emma Klein writes these fraying unraveling characters and this very squishy and sludgy interiority. Like, her characters are just muddling through life as best they can, just like you and me. So I was really looking forward to Daddy and to seeing how she ported those skills into short fiction. And while I did like Daddy, I it didn't really work for me in the way her longer work did. I don't know, I just left feeling kind of meh about the stories and the whole collection. Some of them, they felt underfinished not unfinished but more like this is supposed to cause dread but not mortal dread but general oh my god people are royally messed up and cruel kind of dread and they hinted at that but they never quite went far enough for me so I did a little standalone review of daddy over on Instagram and I said 1010 for the cracks in the plaster and I stand by that I think she did a great job showing us those cracks, but you know, I wanted her to open those cracks just a little bit more, and this one just, it didn't do it for me. But that isn't to say you shouldn't read it. Uh, If you like Emma Klein like I do, I really do like Emma Klein on principle, then definitely check out Daddy. Tell me, am I too harsh or is my head just filled with cement? What did I miss? (laughs) Let me know. Next up is Antarctica by Claire Keegan. Now, if you've been following along with me for a while, you know that I just discovered and absolutely fell in love with Claire Keegan last Christmas with her short novel, Small Things Like These. And we're going to be reading her short story collection, Walk the Blue Fields, later this year for the ABC. And full disclosure here, I read Walk the Blue Fields already and was knocked out yet again by her ability to write such small quiet fiction that nevertheless echoes like an air horn into the Grand Canyon, emotionally speaking. I was really excited to pick up her very first collection of stories, which is Antarctica. And, you know, I'm still thrilled by Claire Keegan's work. I still think she's an oracle of human truths. (laughs) But Antarctica felt a little more uneven, I guess, than the other work I've read. And maybe it's because 
so many of the stories capture scenes and moments of extremity and peril, both physical and mental, and specifically women in those moments of extremis. And I feel like her gifts as a writer are so much better applied to the moments of mundanity and burnishing the tedium of life. You know what I mean? Drawing out its radiant, resonant grief or joy or invariable and deeply relatable humanness. So the characters in Antarctica are mostly nameless, average Joe types who find themselves in these unexpected, sometimes emotionally dangerous, sometimes actually dangerous situations. And I think their general anonymity makes them really easy canvases for projection on the part of the reader. Kind of like the way writers like Shirley Jackson, for example, create these paper doll types, especially in her short stories, in their namelessness, their facelessness, in their remove from the situations that they're in. In all of that anonymity, they kind of feel more real and less concocted by an author in a way. And so that precarity, rather than their personality or personhood, can take up more space in the story. And I think that works in the collection's favor. But still, I did feel a little adrift at times in that precarity and in the rapid, you know, pinball-like shuttling of their interiority because their highs were really far from their lows. It's like the storytelling amplitude, you know, the delta between those beautiful, quiet, mundane moments that Claire Keegan is so adept at capturing and these moments of jeopardy or risk that delta gave the stories this kind of like arch feeling and that dissonance really it took me out of the narrative in several cases so I guess I kind of had the opposite experience with Antarctica that I had with daddy you know where daddy didn't go far enough for me Antarctica went too far so I don't know. I'm, I'm like a Goldilocks in this scenario, I guess. I don't know. Can I be pleased? The answer is yes. I can be pleased. And I can be pleased in the form of Will You Please Be Quiet, Please by Raymond Carver. And I don't know if I've ever said the word please uh, so many times in a sentence before. So this is Raymond Carver's first collection from 1976, and it's certainly a product of its time in terms of gendered relationship dynamics, family structure, social expectations, and all of that, but it feels so modern in its expression. If you've never read Raymond Carver before, let me first start by saying I am so excited for you to discover one of the absolute heavyweights of the short story genre. His writing is as mechanical as it is meaningful, and he packs so much punch into the smallest, most bare bones, spare sentences. He builds these tiny little worlds, like these little dioramas that are the sites of what I would call washer-dryer drama. <laughs> These dramas that, that feel like the chores of being a person in a relationship with or in relationship to other people. You know, dramas of catching a fish or having a drink with the neighbors or calling someone on the phone, which I guess isn't quite as relatable these days. But you get what I'm saying. And 
Raymond Carver's stories are so concerned with characters who don't simply misunderstand each other. They more like miss each other, as in pass by or talk past one another. And occasionally they'll just smash into each other and bash and bash together like these little bricks until one of them crumbles or they both alter course and keep moving in their opposite directions. One of the signature moves that Raymond Carver employs is repetition of dialogue. So one character will say a line and then another character will repeat it. And then that first character will say the line again. And it just reinforces this brick bashing feeling. You know, no one seems to listen to anyone else. No one gets through or really communicates effectively. And I just love it. It's masterful work. If you read this collection and you find your into Raymond Carver, may I also recommend what we talk about when we talk about love and cathedral. They're also just gorgeous and not to get too operatic, but they are the basso profundo of short fiction. They're the deep resounding base of short story writing. All right, that's it for this mini-sode. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out. And if you're picking up what I'm laying down, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Leave a review if you're into what we're doing here at Little Oracles. And if you want even more big book energy and creative content, check out the blog at littleoracles.com and follow along on Instagram at littleoracles. And join our Discord too. Just send me a DM over on Instagram and I'll hook you up. And as always, take care, keep creating, and stay divine.